Hey everybody, welcome to the Others Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Penny. Joining me this week, another return guest. It's been in the works for a while, but he's back after the release of his, I have to say, famous album. It's, it's, it's blowing up. I don't want to say famous, but um, I'm just happy that uh, a particular group has, partake, has, has taken it in. You know, it's like, uh, so I feel so many people have to like push their music on like everybody or try to blend their music in with what's already out. You know, hopefully it catches on, you know, or hopefully people want to mix your music in with Little Uzi or whoever they listen to. Um, but I, I think it's really dope that like our small niche community li- likes the music. You know, I'm I'm just happy somebody gets it, you know, because I, I know a lot of these obscure lines that I drop about, you know, a lot of the shit that we're into that the general won't get it, you know, so it is like a, um, it is somewhat of a risk, you know, putting that out there and just hoping that, you know, the people who, who I'm making it for, uh, will, will get it. But I think, I think that that's probably the better way to put it that, you know, he got to the right people, you know, it's not like the numbers are crazy. You know, I didn't do like 50,000. It's been like two weeks or something like that. I'm, I'm very surprised at the numbers though. Like, I don't want to say the numbers yet, just because they keep going so fast, I just want to tell people that like maybe like in a like at the month marks and maybe on the fifteenth or something like that, I'll tell people like what the numbers are because they're just moving so fast and I just want people to really see the power of our community or just you know the power of what happens when you come together. You know, like a lot of people tell me they didn't hit, know about me for so long, but it's just like due to you know us coming together and putting our energy to something. We were, we were able to put something at the forefront, you know, and that's kind of, you know, same thing we're doing with this podcast is, you know, everyone's just pouring their energy into it because it's something that, you know, we all really believe in. It's something that, you know, we all feel a connection to. So To me, if the number is greater than one, it's only a positive. I mean, the one would have been me. So <laughs> the one stream definitely would have been. I would have listened to my shit at least once. At least once. And after all that, we didn't even introduce you. Oh, yeah. So this is Doughboy. Um, As he said, I'm a return guest. Uh, I'm actually excited to talk about today's topic. Um, But yeah, man, this is uh, this is Doughboy. So shout out to everybody who listened to Flamingo. Shout out to everybody who copped a T-shirt. Yes, sir. Yes, most definitely. And we can um, we can get into the album and plug that a bit more uh, later on, I think. So I think people out there definitely want to hear a bit more about it. But let's get into this week's topic. And we've got, well, it's two topics in one, two for the price of one this week. We've got Everyone Knows and the Everyone Knows remix. There we go. Uh, Another one of those Neptune's tracks where I actually prefer the remix to the original. See, this is why this is going to be a great conversation because I am, I, I, I can't agree with that. I cannot, I cannot sign for that. Uh, I'm more of the original type of guy. Um, the original is just that bass. Doom, 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 doom. Like, come on now. Come on now. As soon as that comes on, you feel that. Like, as soon as that comes on, like, I- I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, like, uh, a, l- a second before I started, we started doing the podcast, I was like, fuck, man, I don't really re- remember the original. And then as soon as it came on, like, doom, 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 I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. How the fuck didn't I think I knew this? Like, 
how the fuck did I think I remember this? Like, you know, and I had to run, I had to run that shit back twice. Like, <laughs> you know, so sorry for being late. <laughs> it's one of those tracks. It's always, it's seared into the back of your mind somewhere. Yeah, it's like you've always heard it somewhere. It's like, even if you didn't hear it on the album, it's like, I think that that was a song that was probably used commercially, you know, a few yeah. times or, you know, really used in promo by NERD. So I think that, you know, even if you didn't just like blast that shit on the album, like, I think a lot of people, you know, just heard that song, whether it was just, you know, in commercial or whether it was just, you know, them using it, uh, you know, for our social media or anything like that. Like, that the, the original is so epic to me, but with, with no disrespect to the remix at all. No, definitely. It's one of those tracks that has been used kind of in TV shows, in adverts, in movies, in um, computer games. It's been used everywhere. So I think even if you're not, overly familiar with the song you'd you'd probably recognize it to some uh, some extent yeah i mean the original is just like i said when it comes on it's just like it's just like i mean even even the video even though the video wasn't so spectacular it's just the fact that you know it's like pharrell's in the bbc shit you know it's just it's kind of just you know that raw NERD vibe to it, you know. So I really do like the original as well. I mean, we I'm sure we'll get to the remix later, but you know, speaking specifically on the original, uh, I have to uh, agree to disagree um, with Steven. I, I gotta go with the OG man. All right, that's fine. We'll we'll get to the remix. We'll start. No bad with... blood. No bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good here. It's all good. But yeah, let's start with the original. So this was the first single off of uh, Seeing Sounds, released on the 13th of April 2008. It wasn't released uh, widely. Um, there's a couple of chart positions here in 2008. It got number uh, 17 in Japan and uh, a not great 41 in the UK. Uh, the remix itself kind of charted if you can call this charting uh, the remix actually got to number 32 on the rolling stones 100 best songs of 2008 they obviously preferred the remix themselves as well it's not bad not bad and we've got the original video which was directed by diane martell who has done uh, numerous videos with pharrell and nerd and a creative company called tag i don't really know much about them uh, and it was done in collaboration with a photo website called Last Night's Party, which I think uh, drove some of the, the direction of some of the video itself. Yeah, that makes pretty much sense. Like, I, I didn't know that, but I definitely can see how that, how they basically just threw a party and they performed there based upon the whole, you know, idea of the company or brand or whatever that they were partnering with. Yeah, and there's actually like some uh, some interesting little facts about this video that I had no idea about until I was digging around earlier on for the the usual uh, bits of information. But yeah, it was uh, shot in a nightclub in Madison in New York. In the video, got some some cameos of some famous people and also some at least one person from the the community that we've we've both met actually. We see Kanye in there. We've got Don C, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Samantha Ronson. And then, uh, not small, a, a sizable cameo from uh, Sean Risley, who uh, is a friend of the podcast and who I met when I was out in New York last time when I saw you as well in the BBC store. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's like full, full circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's there moshing in the uh, in the front row of the of the video. You'll probably see him with his 
shoulder length hair and many, many, many tattoos. I think you can probably spot him a mile off when he comes into into shot. But what was also um interesting about this well, I was reading that they actually nearly shut down the, the shooting of this video. Obviously, towards the end of the video, the crowd that are there start to get a bit more rowdy and they actually had actual fights breaking out on the the set of the video. I'm sure that uh, NERD was not opposed to any of that. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, keep the cameras rolling, keep the cameras rolling. Had they been there, they probably would have been, yeah. Um, they weren't actually on set on that day, I don't think, from oh, what I okay. read. But yeah, some fights broke out. There were no security. Some trade unions got involved, and we're going to pull all the people that were that were kind of extras from the set and until there were kind of extra security put in place. I have no clue how you always get this crazy, like, insider info. It's like, how do you know that? It's like, like that's... You're like the you're like the Nardwar of like uh, of Star Trek. <laughs> you know, like how how do you know a fight broke out? He's like, yeah, and this girl took her heel off and she threw it across <laughs> the room, and yeah, yeah, all of that, all of that good stuff. This is uh, the joys of the internet. This is the age in which we live in, where I can just Google this shit. What kind of internet you guys got over in Finland, man? You guys got the fucking <laughs> the dark web over there. It's like uh, you. You had to dig deep in the internet for that shit. A fight at the video shoot? like. Luckily, this was actually one that I, I think I pulled off Wikipedia earlier. Oh, randomly. wow. Wow. Okay. So, so anyone can go there and find this out. It's- Steve is just pulling a fast one over on us. Like, he just... He literally just goes to Wikipedia and reads the full article. Like he, He's you probably know the do. one who types Every week. the article on Wikipedia. I certainly, <laughs> I certainly don't spend my time typing it. He just types whatever he wants. Whatever he wants it to say. I just make it up. Yeah. <laughs> and they were fighting. <laughs> In theory, I, I probably could do that and probably get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Look at him. There we go. If I did it, you know. like. <laughs> but no, I think like most weeks, my, my course of action is... Wikipedia, look up the song, look up the album, genius, read the lyrics, read the ridiculous notes that people post on some of those lyrics. What else is there? Read some of the YouTube comments, then actually Google it and read some articles and reviews. Just, yeah, general stuff like that, not too much digging. And then, of course, over the years, you get to hear certain stories and bits of information and things from from people all over the place yeah as you said like there's always just shit in the back of your mind like you know you're always just like oh i remember this you know definitely um we've also got uh what else did we find out about this we've got mtv actually initially refused to play the video due to the the obvious cocaine references that we have in the song the song is essentially about the social cocaine habits of women in bathrooms at clubs and parties oh is that is that where mtv decided to take a stand <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah <laughs> that's exactly. the moment that they decided to become martyrs <laughs> yeah and they only relented when they realized lots of people were actually coming to the site looking for it searching for it and requesting it and then they realized oh, yeah i think we fucked this up so yeah, they let's give actually, the people their cocaine yeah so they actually then put a, a kind of censored version on the website yeah so yeah they, they relented quite quickly i actually just watched the video not too long ago and i i didn't even recall like the whole bag <laughs> in the beginning like you know like i didn't even recall that whole situation so i I'm, pr- I'm probably sure i saw the edited one edited one back then yeah and you've also got i think throughout the video you've got those um 
little kind of video blocks where they it comes up, you know, removed by request. I don't think that was an MTV thing. I think this was just a, a, an edited version. But those sections were did actually have video in them initially. So there's the the big kind of giant nose that you kind of see the character, which I think is done by cause. Yeah, I was like, I saw the hands. I was like, yo, that it looks like cause. Exactly. Yeah, I think that features a bit more prominently and is an obvious reference to cocaine. Um, and then there are also. Uh, supposedly nude strippers as well makes sense <laughs> very n-e-r-d of them you know it's crazy that pharrell doesn't do drugs you know but it's just like he has this whole ambition to be like this rock star and it's like you know but he, at the end of the day he's just a nerd you know which is no uh no pun intended but you know it's just funny that it's like you know he's a rock star but he's a nerd you know it's kind of uh, contradictive, so to speak, but uh, I, l- I like to think that all humans are contradictive. It's all about the balance of it, you know. Yeah, very much so, and I think that's. I kind of have this conversation with people occasionally. I think that's why he himself is so uh, popular. That's why he can appeal to small kids when he does things like Happy, but then can appeal to us when he does things like this and I don't know rock star or whatever whatever it may be happy was not for someone like myself <laughs> exactly but yeah you know I think depending on kind of how you've what you've kind of experienced of him from the outside you have a different perception of him you know we we've we're obviously fans so we've kind of seen that whole thing over the last kind of 15 years with him going off and doing different genres and doing movies and TV and all this kind of stuff but some people will only know songs like this and will know him from singing on the hooks of, uh, you know, kind of big hip-hop songs, and they will think he is this kind of gangster kind of persona. But then there are other people that I bump into that have no idea he's a hip-hop producer. Yeah. And they just yeah, know like him the happy from... guy? Exactly, the guy yeah. with the hat? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how he gets referred to, yeah. And they only know him from that stuff. So I think that's kind of part of his appeal as well. And what's made him, you know, so successful over these years? Yeah, I think is I think that very few artists have been able to do that. Like you know, even for myself as an artist, it's very hard finding that balance of where you know you can pull from both sides. You know, like I'm 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 a very very big you know hip hop buff. You know, like I'm I'm a I'm a big rap connoisseur, but I also have this side of me that like that likes like indie pop shit, you know, like, like passion pit and, you know, even fucking foster the people, you know, like that's the type of shit that I like to listen to as well. So I was like, just finding that balance, I think is dope. You know, when when you really get that good, when you really get the right equation, you know, and it all makes sense, you know, it just, like you said, you know, it it really becomes beneficial or, you know, you can kind of spread yourself across both sides yeah definitely i think when you have that global reach as well it um and you have kind of the marketing behind you and things like that 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 kind of helps no end as well um because if something doesn't work you can always move away from that and move on to other things that you know are going to work essentially uh what else have we got in the video so the video itself is um as we kind of mentioned just one kind of big party which is taking place in uh, a nightclub we've got Chad substituting as a security guy at one point with Lindsay Lohan. Uh, we've got uh, Shay, or she, as my uh, notes have autocorrected to, <laughs> playing a barman at one point and smashing up some some ice and pouring drinks. We don't see 
Pharrell taking on a second job at any point, unsurprisingly. But then we do see them as a band, obviously playing to the crowd kind of throughout the, the video. As you mentioned, you've got the kind of BBC fit there. I don't think Chad and Shay have got no, any Shea BBC. had on like some fresh coat, a fresco or something like that. The same thing he had on in the uh, remix video. Yeah, he has the same t-shirt there, yeah. Uh, Pharrell's got the, the green kind of, I think, BBC fitted. Um, the I'm trying to think now, the red t-shirt, the black hoodie with the uh, Las Vegas cowgirl on the back, which I actually, I have that hoodie as well. Of course you do. Of course I do, yeah. <laughs> and there's something, I think there's something in the remix video that I own as well. He had a cardigan on as well, I believe. In the remix one he does, yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah, you're right. He just had the black hoodie on in the original. Yeah, and the t-shirt, yeah, underneath. So yeah, we've got some like nice early BBC items in there, but yeah, not overly branded as we've seen with some videos unfortunately <laughs> yeah it's i think around this time that they were sort of this 2008 now isn't it so bbc's been around for a little while they went really heavy early on then it kind of died down a little bit then you know now they're trying to sort of i think find that balance and especially i think when there's other people that are investing in the video and working in collaboration as well they probably don't want it to be a big yeah, BBC big commercial. promo party, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. As you said, you you prefer this original track to the remix. Yes, sir. Any particular reason why? Um, I really like the I like the fact that like the the whole analog band feel. You know, like I like the remix version. Um, but I I'm like I said I I really like you know, like indie pop or indie rock and things like that. So, um, I like I like when NERD can find that balance. You know, like that that's what's dope to me. So I feel like a lot of NERD records can can come out like the um, you know, can come out like the remix. But I'm not sure how many records they could make that would come out like the OG of everybody knows. You know, like it's pretty easy to call up Kanye, Lupe, and Pusha T and say, you know. Hey, we got this beat. Let's just rap back to back on this shit, you know? But for the OG version, it's like, man, like the that whole vibe is just crazy, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think I read some um, some quotes from Shay as well, kind of after the single had come out and he was expressing his surprise at how um, popular the song had been and how well it had kind of done uh, with Radio Plagues. He was saying, you know, it's at the time it was completely different to anything else that was kind of being played on the radio. Yeah. It it it, it does have that kind of weird I think NERD always does that, though. Yeah, they always stand out on the radio. Yeah, definitely. And it has that kind of mixture of it's got the kind of rock elements, it's got the kind of punky elements, it's got the kind of pop elements as well. Yeah, um, it has everything. Let's just say that it's mm. perfect, Steve. And let's just say that you've joined the dark side now because, you know, you've already started, man. You've already, you're like, yo, it's got this. What more do you want, man? Are you not entertained? I'm not saying it's a bad song by any means. I'm just saying, from my own listening preferences, I prefer the remix. I've got to say, on the original, I, re I really like the bridge. And How could you not? Lis <laughs> listening back to it today and paying a bit more kind of attention to it, it's not the the best kind of Pharrell bridge ever, but for some reason I just kind of really like it and I like the way it ties in with the video as well where he's kind of 
filming himself with the girl and it's almost like he's you know talking directly to her yeah that's what i was saying about that record like you know like i feel like a lot of the the rock records you know rock inspired records n-e-r-d does some of them are hit or miss you know like some of them just sound like kids in a garage making making music uh which is essentially i guess the n-e-r-d vibe but i think that that record was just like one where it was just like every every component came together and just worked really well and that's why like i said i really just like the og version because everything just made sense for that song you know like like as much as i do like indie pop music i i listen to mostly hip-hop pretty much like everyone else you know like hip-hop is the biggest genre in america at least right now um, so I listened to majority of that, but I feel like the OG version of it, everybody knows, like I can just turn, I could turn that shit on, you know, and not feel like I'm leaving an element of like, you know, what I normally listen to in my everyday, like my day to day, even though it is essentially, you know, a, a, a rock or a pop inspired song. So before we chat about the remix, give me a quick score, if you can, out of 10 for the song and then the video. So for the song, I would have to give it, I would say nine out of 10, nine out of 10 for the song, just because I want to give it an 8.5, but I'm not going to do Pharrell like that. So I got to, because I feel like it could, it could get an 8.5 from, from someone else. You know, like I feel like someone else could give it an 8.5. So I'll give it a nine. As far as the video, I have to go with a three, man, you know, just because I just feel like whether they had a budget or not, like they could have shot that shit in the BBC store, fam. Like, you know, like they could have shot that shit somewhere else, you know, like as opposed to some fucking, you know, musty college party with people doing drugs, you know. So I like the video. I think it goes along with the song. But I think that, you know, for that song to have been, you know, or or at least the, the aura or vibe that it gives me, I feel like that. It could have been a bit brighter. Um, the video seemed a bit dim or a bit dark. Um, so I, I think the video could have popped a bit more. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I have to give it a three. But I don't feel bad about that because that's not Pharrell's fault. <laughs> he didn't shoot it. He probably got a check to just do a project with the company and was like, okay, you guys can do this video because this song is not really going to be big anyway. So <laughs> you guys can get this video for it. Just give us a check. And, you know, that's probably what happened. So, um, but yeah, 10 for the song. I mean, nine for the song and three for the video, man. Yeah, I'm definitely kind of with you on the the video there it's it's not an awful video there's some some okay and interesting elements there uh which i think have been bought in by the the people have been sort of collaborating with but yeah as you say it's it is just like a, a a small dark club and with the i can kind of get why they did it it's that kind of punky grungy kind of element to the song but i'd i would rather they had focused on the other side of the song, the kind of uh, the tempo and the fact that it's an upbeat kind of song, and and like you say, you know, something that would you know sort of make the video pop a little bit more in some way. Yeah, they could have added some animation or something, you know, like some type of something. But like I said, I don't think that Pharrell really had a hand in that whole creative control of that video. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more so, as you said, just the the other co- the company. Um, that they were working with, uh, kind of driving the whole uh, image behind that. 
Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably give the, the video a sort of three or four as well. Nothing we special go, about it. The song... the we song. Agree on something. Yeah, we do. But the song, I'm going to have to say... It gets a, a solid, a solid Sorry, seven. I'm bad at a drum roll. Oh my god! What? A seven? Seven's not bad. A seven? Okay, so I'm letting everybody know at this moment that Steve is Steve's American pass is now revoked. <laughs> he, he can never step foot on 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 Trump's uh, on Trump's land ever again. I don't think that's really a bad thing at the moment. He's like, hey, hey, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually jealous of you if, if, if that's the case. But, um, but yeah, 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 that's crazy. A seven? That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, uh, they could have got a seven from Pitchfork, man. Come on, you can't give them a seven, man. I think a seven, a seven, on, on my scale is you should be nicer. Is, is a good. You should be a seven nicer, is a man. good. It's not. It's not very good. It's not excellent. But at the same time, it's above mediocre. It's above. I mean, but so so you don't. Decent. It doesn't get extra points for like like you said. Like the song just pretty much you know it fills that space in your head where it's like you kind of always remember it. Like you don't. They don't. That doesn't give an, an extra point, man. You know, like I'm giving it. We can't give it one extra that anyway. point. Oh, wow. So it's a six. Originally, is what you're telling me. I think it you're really saying that the song isn't. You're like, hey man, the song is almost. Is it's not really half bad, you know? Like that's that's how you would describe the song, man. At this point, I would describe this song as yeah, a, an okay to good song. Wow, man, I'm I, my feelings are hurt. I'm I'm actually uh, kind of regretting that I, <laughs> I signed on for this whole thing. Like <laughs> like I could I could have just uh, you know kept going about my positive day before you just came came with all this uh, blasphemy. Came and shut you down, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah. This is this is bad. This is bad. Together, you. I don't even think together your score for the video and the the song equals a ten. <laughs> like like you, you actually actually equals a ten. You give the video a three. You give the song a seven. They it gets a ten from you together. You know, like that's terrible, man. That's smack in the middle. <laughs> so out of 20 it's smack in the middle i don't know how you guys do math in finland but that's bad <laughs> i think i think with with that poor video dragging it down i think that that equals out about right uh all right we gotta agree to disagree on that one i'm i'm, I'm a re revenge is gonna definitely be sweet you know when we get to when we get to the remix you know <laughs> when we get to I'm not going to forget any of this <laughs> that's all right that's all right and i'm sure people in the comments will tell me what crap I'm talking as well. Yeah, at um, least you know have, that's the, that's the first step to becoming you know better or you know get, getting help is admitting you have a problem, <laughs> you know. So admitting that there's something wrong with you and not the song is the first step. We're I all proud nothing. of you, Steve. <laughs> but again, Everyone's... I don't know. I don't know if part of it is the fact that I've heard that song so many times yeah. over the years. And yeah, while it is a kind of it's a good song, it's an infectious kind of song. I think similar to like hot and fun, where it's it's used a lot and you hear it a lot in the background, it gets a little bit, uh, I guess, repetitive on, at man. times. Yeah. You're gonna I don't compare know if that kind of everybody into knows it. the hot and fun. No, no, I'm not comparing the songs. No, there is there is no comparison. They are they are night and day. Yeah, because hot and fun is garbage. Sorry, P. We yeah we agree on that one. Dave won't be happy, but at least we agree on Dave that Dave likes that? Uh, yeah, a lot of people like that song, funnily enough. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm 
That's a shocker, sorry, I'm I know. Sorry to hear that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the remix. Now, yeah, I prefer like this track. This is a complete, almost like a completely different song. It's got, obviously got the same hook, but essentially it's very different. And the video, I think... Different tempo. You know, different tempo, different everything. The video, I think, is like a thousand times better. This is where the budget went. This is, hey, Hype Williams, you are, you know, the music video master. Come and do us something really cool. And basically, they've just put them in front of a green screen, got them to kind of obviously lip sync along, sent that off to Hype Williams, and he's uh, he's done his magic. And I think it's a, it's a great video. This really does pop. This has got great graphics, great colors, really nice imagery in it. Uh, it's funny in parts as well, some of the kind of uh, quirky little graphics and animations. I really, really like this. So for those that haven't seen the remix video, if you're... I know some people aren't aware of this remix, in fact. Uh, How could you not be aware of a song that, that features Kanye, Pusha T, and... Lupe, uh, and... And Lupe, you know, like, that's that's crazy. Shame on you. Exactly, but there are some out there, so... If you have not seen the videos, it's kind of very 80s, 16-bit arcade style. Everything kind of pixelated and digitized, and then you've got some kind of graphics uh, like Donkey Kong and Space Invaders and things like that kind of mixed in there. I think it works. It works so well. And I saw some uh, some quotes and stuff from, I think, both Pharrell and Chad, and they were talking about um, how this was done afterwards, how they had made everyone knows, and basically they just stripped it back completely, broke it all down into its kind of different elements, and then... Just thought, okay, we want to have some fun with this, so let's just try and build it up in some slightly different way. And this is what came of it. Yeah, honestly, um, I'm I'm very sorry to put pump your brakes on the video, uh, but I, I like the video as well. But I think that the video seemed a bit lazy to me. It just seemed kind of like as you said, it was just you know they they got in front of a green screen and kind of just put some animation around them. Which, you know, in some cases that has turned out, you know, to work well. But I think in this case, it just kind of became lazy. You know, they, they were just standing there essentially, you know, the whole video really just standing next to each other. You know, like it wasn't much. What do you want? A, a choreographed line dance of some kind? <laughs> no, I, I didn't, want, want, them, I didn't them? want them to do the electric slide in, in unison. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, as I said, I really like the whole bright vibe of uh of you know pharrell or nerd's whole brand so i think that the everybody knows remix could have even been brighter as opposed to just this dark video which was like pixelated you know like i really didn't like the whole pixelated vibe i was just like man like you know it could have been a clean cut you know video that popped you know like that's my whole thing. Like I said, I'm really just a I'm I'm a bigger fan of ice cream than I am a BBC. So it, that kind of makes that kind of lets you know how I side with things, you know. So um, this video seemed very BBC-ish, you know, as opposed to being ice creamish. Um, I know neither one of those are words, but that's that's the best that I could uh, come up with for now. But you know, even like some of the logos that were in there were like diamonds and things like that. You know, it was mm -hmm. more of a reference to BBC. I feel like, and uh, I'm more of an ice cream guy myself. More of a silly, you know, uh, 
you know, bright, you know, a colorful type of person. So I really, I really like videos more so like Mr. Me Too and those type of things where it's just like bright and in your face as opposed to just like this dark video or like you said, them just standing in front of a green screen. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I kind of get some of that. Yeah. Like, um, where you mentioned like the, where they sort of give them that kind of digitized 16 bit kind of look. I think that might've been overdone at a certain point. Yeah. Overdone. Like, yeah, it could have been cool, but overdone. They do it the whole way through the video. Yeah. And there could have been a few scenes where they didn't. I'm like, now it just looks like my internet is slow. <laughs> like, you know, at this point, it just looks like I, I need to find a new internet provider. Looks super low res, yeah. And yeah, there, there probably could have been a few shots where they didn't didn't use that on whoever was stood there doing their verse or doing whatever. But I think in general, it kind it it kind of worked. We've also got a few um, cameos in this video as well. Um, we've got Don C who turns up in this one as well as the original one shout out to dancy and we've got family makes a quick appearance shout out to family i used to own that t-shirt yeah the t-shirt he's wearing with the bbc crest on the front i used to have that one of my many that went missing all those years ago i think did that one have a black tag i couldn't tell you off the top of my head okay. no idea uh and then also uh nego makes a, a quick appearance in there as well uh throwing up the the star trek sign i think with the space beach uh t on by the way that's it yeah ice cream definitely yeah he's got the space beach tea on we've got pharrell in um in a couple of shots at least in those kind of wraparound sunglasses giving himself a i was gonna say a futuristic look from the 80s so if you're in the 80s that's what you think the future is going to look like those kinds of glasses uh which are cool again now i think amongst some of the the kids uh, a BBC script tea. He's got a red ice cream fitted as well, I think. And then, as you mentioned earlier, the the kind of white and black cardigan as well. Yeah, I think that's a Gucci cardigan. Oh, really? Yeah. So I know BBC had one, uh, well, identical, essentially. Yeah, I think it was white, green, and red. If I recall correctly, I could be 100% wrong. Please correct either one of us in the comments, people, if you Please happen do it. to... If I'm wrong, do not say anything. Uh, <laughs> if I'm right, don't say anything either. <laughs> either way you win, it's fine. Um, so what else have we got in the remix? Um, yeah, some of the kind of, as you mentioned, they kind of just go back to back, essentially, with their verses, with a one or two choruses thrown in there somewhere. Kanye's versed, meh, was all right. Yeah, I think, honestly, you know, and not because of, you know, I don't listen to Kanye much uh, now, but it's, I really think, like, that first line was just so obnoxious. Like, yes, like nobody is in a so, club yeah. and, and walking up to a girl, like, like, you know, like, that, that like, it's for Kanye to think that that was cool or funny, it's just like... Like, it was just corny. It was like, yo, like, I don't think anybody has ever used that and it worked. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe the first time the joke was ever said, it worked, <laughs> you know, but after that, I don't think it ever worked again, you know, besides from the originator of it. And it's funny because I, when I listen back to that, that's kind of the part that makes me cringe slightly. And I don't know if he's genuinely using that line or whether he he's doing it kind of tongue-in-cheek like he's yeah exactly par parried parodying himself or a situation or whatever i can never quite work it out but i air to the verge of 
I think he's being serious and it's a yeah, a little bit cringeworthy. Yeah, so and I hate the fact that that kind of just starts the whole shit, you know. So I'm like, you know, once I get past that, I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, but that that whole entrance to the song is just uh, it's 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 very very cringeworthy to me as well. Yeah, uh, we've got the Pharrell verse, which is a decent Pharrell verse. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah, it's not amazing, but it's it's not bad. It's one of one of his better ones. I mean, it's not like in my mind the prequel or anything, you know. So, <laughs> but, uh, but it's, it's it's good enough. Yep, does certainly does the job on a remix. I quite like the Lupe verse with his use of the word uh, high, that he obviously uses throughout the whole verse multiple times in each kind of bar and everything, and how he switches that up and uses different versions of high and and even switches other words to incorporate the word high. So he uses the word iPod, but he changes it to high pod. Yeah, it's very, very Lupe, very, very, very Lupe to show you that uh, that he's thinking of the whole, the bigger picture <laughs> all the time, you know, by making everything connect or, you know, that's that's Lupe for you right there. Yeah, and there's a couple of other kind of references he makes as well. I can't remember the actual line, but yeah, that just kind of tie it into the original as well. So obviously high. Obviously, if you take drugs, you get high. For those that don't take drugs and don't know. I wouldn't know that at all. No, of course not. We're normal, law-abiding normal citizens. Normal tax-paying citizens. Exactly. That's us. But yeah, there's a couple other lines in there as well where I think, um, like, Hydrox, he mentions, uh, and there's something else as well. I can't remember what it is, but it kind of tie it back into that original theme, which, which I think is quite clever to do. Uh, and then we've got the Pusher-verse at the end, which I think is a great Pusher-verse. I really like it. I love his flow, it's done at like sort of double time. Some of the lines that he's got in there are really good. I really, really like that verse right at the end. I think it finishes off the song really, really well. All right, so Steve, I'm gonna let you finish, but uh, Pusha T's verse was not that fire on there, man. Uh. I, I just don't like the fact, like I, I like double time flow, especially back then. back then, I think that it was even more of a dope thing to do because now everyone does it. Um, but it just sounds so forced to me, you know, like, I don't think that it didn't sound like, like, uh, to me or, you know, some people, some people say that when rappers, you know, rap gracefully on, on something that they're floating, you know, and Pusha T usually floats on records to me. It's like every pocket hits, everything is just, you know, the, the motion is here on that part, you know, like it just kind of sounds like it's being effortlessly done. But I feel like on Everybody Knows Remix, it didn't really sound effortless from him. It was just like, you know, King of the Kofo beat, everything is okie dokie, everything is okie. Like, it's like, it just sounded like he had a, you know, like a paint Mirakami's on you. Like, it's just like, it sounded so forced as opposed to just sounding like how Pusha T just, you know, raps like on Exodus or some shit like that, you know, or even on Grinding. From yard to yard, so soft to hard. I'm your neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer. Like it's just like it. It flows so well, you know. Like Pusha T is usually in a great pocket or has a great cadence whenever he's uh whenever he's rapping. But I feel like on the remix, it just sounded so forced, or it sounded like, you know, it just sounded like he was no pun intended, really put trying to push it through. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I I kind of get you. Um, I personally think that was kind of purposefully done almost 
I think, to kind of tie it into the beat and the, the flow of the song. Steve, Steve has realized that I made a great point, and I've now ruined <laughs> the song for him for eternity. No, and no, <laughs> never. I, I respect your opinion. That's fine. Thank you. But <laughs> Likewise. I have to, yeah, I have to say I disagree, but meh. And we've got, I have to say, we've got Push in some uh, early Play Cloves stuff as well there, which I think he also mentions in the verse Yeah, he also well. makes some references to it, getting getting Play Clothes popping. Are they still going? Yeah, they are. So Play Clothes has honestly kind of fell into the same um, situation as BBC, where it's just like they don't really have a a niche consumer anymore. It's more so just like people who go to the mall and just see the shit in the window and they're like, oh, I heard this in a song once, you know, and then, or they're like, oh, this rapper, you know, that's Pusha T's brand, you know, and then they'll buy it. But I don't think there's like any guys walking around with like, you know, head to toe play clothes shit, <laughs> you know, like I'm still looking for the play clothes G-Shock though, but the all real one, uh, that shit was fire. But um, I don't think there's many people walking around in full play clothes outfits besides the people that go like to malls and you know, just buy random shit, you know, whenever they go out to find clothes. I think Push has probably slightly moved on from, from clay, I can't speak now, from play clothes as well. Um, I think I he's, don't think he's moved on because, you know, like, I feel like um I, I've seen him, like, you know, still make references, not on record, but just, you know, addressing it and talking about it. Uh, I feel like Malice probably handles a bit more of it since he doesn't yeah. do the music as much. But yeah, play clothes are still thriving. It's just that places like Jimmy Jazz. I don't know if you guys have that or if you know what that is. Nope. Um, but pretty much like like a Karma Loop or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like it'll be on those sites and things like that where it's just kind of like they have literally every fucking brand with all the generic you know, stuff. With all yeah. the generic shit, you know. So I hate to you know say that BBC was in the same boat as that, but yeah, oh, it was. You yeah, know, it was BBC for a while, is yeah. kind of you know so it's, it's it's along the same lines as that. The BBC bad days. I was actually talking about currently. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I was actually talking about currently. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, sh- shots fired. Not, no, no shots fired. I mean, I'm just, I just don't think, like I said, BBC doesn't really have like a fan base anymore. Like, you know, even for us, like we spend outrageous numbers, outrageous amounts of money buying old shit because, you know, we're not satisfied with the new shit. It's like, you know, we, we wish we could buy $50 BBC t-shirts as opposed to digging on the internet looking for this fucking shirt that was you know made before you even had your fucking children you know so it's just like you know we wish we can get some of that same shit you know but you know soon enough soon enough i partly agree with that yeah i think yeah we i think we mentioned this for most weeks or every other sort of episode or whatever yeah they're in that they're in a bit of a especially the u.s side of things are in a bit of a transition yeah you guys have always been great over at the there moment. you guys have yeah. always been pretty pretty um everything has pretty much been seamless uh for for europe yeah that's the thing you know because obviously all the stores work independently the u.s obviously has the larger market and i think they still have a lot of these um old kind of tie-ins with some of the stores and things that have they have contracts with still so they have to produce let's say the less outlandish kind of stuff they have to produce the more consumer friendly stuff to bring people into the stores and you know sell them to the department stores you wouldn't believe the places that you see bbc now like you wouldn't believe the fucking stores they're like you can go to like um tj maxx and get like a bbc shirt now you know like yeah and that's (laughs) the problem and i and I, i know from like people i've spoken to they're trying to 
wind down those contracts or rescind the contracts that you know, Iconics made when they bought all the shares many yeah. years ago. They're going to have to wind down a lot because there's a lot of shit in these stores that I see. Yeah. Like, yo, why is there BBC jeans next to fucking Sean John? You know, like, but uh, I respect it. I'm just happy that, you know, at least Pharrell's getting paid. <laughs> like, yeah. that's always good. <laughs> that's- but yeah, I've got to say, yeah, and like, obviously with the EU store and the Japan store, the Tokyo store working, independently i think over here in in japan we see some um more interesting and more kind of creative ideas happening and yeah they kind of stick with the brand over there for you guys like over here we we got like some shit with like dudes on motorcycles i'm like yo when has bbc ever had motorcycles like you know like it's just like you know it's it's always like it could it could be anything you know it's but it's like bbc Literally, it does have a foundation, you know, like there's a foundation behind the brand, you know, it's, it's colorful, it's playful, it's outer space, you know, it's those, that's, it's, it's Japanese streetwear. That's essentially the, you know, the, the equation for BBC. So I just feel like if they can get back to that, as opposed to, you know, just making like, you know, random shit, like, you know, like you can go get a lot of that shit from other companies, you know, no disrespect, but it's just like mm. a lot of the designs now you can just go buy it that from another brand that you might like, you know, as opposed to a lot of their original designs that were very different that other brands weren't offering, you know, uh, back, back when they were producing products like that. But I still got love for BBC, man. Like I just, I just wanted to correct the shots fired. I'm like, yeah, no shots <laughs> fired, man. If anything, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that BBC can get back to the grail days. So I can go in the store and actually buy shit. <laughs> you know, like I want to go in there and buy shit. <laughs> I've got to say, if, if anyone out there, if you do kind of like the early stuff, like you were just saying, the the kind of colors that pop, the kind of interesting patterns. Your and stuff favorite like that, pattern is the, you know, the star, uh, the galaxy the star pattern. Field, like, yeah. That's one of the most colorful, you know, it has every fucking color you could think of in it. Yeah, definitely. And I love that. And if you, if you like any of those kinds of patterns and designs, and I highly recommend you follow what the, the EU store is doing. You know, they dropped their first release for, what are we now? Spring, summer, summer, autumn, whatever it is. This week, uh, they've got a new, I think they call it fish camo pattern, which is a strange name, but it's a really nice camo design. They've got some some new hoodies. They've, Did you guys get the baseball collection yet? No, I've seen them okay. in obviously on the US side of things. I don't know if I can see that working in Japan. I think they've had some of them. Yeah. Because obviously baseball is quite big over there. In the UK and in Europe, like nobody follows that. It's it Oh, because you because you guys are sane. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have more interesting sports and things to do. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know if that would particularly sell well in in the uk or in europe i don't think it really has that that appeal at all not even from the this kind of sports sense of things but just from the the fashion side and the way that influences things i don't think it kind of really works over here but yeah if you do like some of the um some of the older stuff some of the crazy colorful stuff then definitely go check out uh the releases this week and over the coming weeks of the the eu store they got some uh some really nice hoodies and stuff which i, I might try and get hold of in the coming weeks really nice crazy like pink colors with the camo on the inside this is how you know steve is connected he has all the insider info he's like yeah just go in you know and it's gonna be on the it's gonna be in the back right there it's like yo this is how you know that steve personally knows the people at the store because he's just like yo yeah they just got this in man go tell them i sent you 
He's like, you know, if that's your thing, tell him I sent you, man. See, he's like, hey, go see my guys, man. Uh, right, what have we got next? Oh, right, I didn't give that. Uh, I didn't give the song a score. Did you give oh, the yeah, remix this, a this score? Is my favorite time, no. Come on, you, you, you go first. No, actually, I'll go first. Yeah, you go think, first, man. I think mine's fairly predictable. I will give the song. It's taking him too long. A seven and a half. A seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. It's not brilliant, but it's uh. I prefer it over the original, and I give the video, I give the video a seven as well. It's a good video. It's a strong video. I would hate to have Steven's eyes, because obviously, you know, they they are very very hard to to impress. You you know, like like he probably watches you know like Titanic, and he's like, what's this bullshit? You know, it's like. <laughs> Come on, what's your score? Um, for the song, it's going to be an easy five for me. Easy five. Just because I feel like I can get so much better from each one of those artists by listening to other records from them. Um, I don't have to, like, that's not like a record I have to listen to to hear, like, you know, what, like, kind of like um a lot of people like the record Swagger Like Us, you know, where it was kind of a, a mixture of all different types of rappers, and they kind of listen to that because... That's like kind of the best place that you're gonna hear Ti together with. Um, I forgot who was who else was on there. Was Jay Z on there? Yeah, Jay Z was on there. Like that's like kind of the only place you can hear that at that level. But I think everybody knows it's kind of like you know I can listen to way better Pusha T verses. I can listen to way better Pharrell verses. Way better Kanye verses. So yeah, I gotta get a song of five for the video. I probably give the video maybe a six. I'll give the video a six. There we go. That's respectful. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, I'll give it a six, man. I'm not here to badge. I'm not here to, like, you know, uh, I'm not here to give, give give Pharrell bad scores for anything. You know, so it's like, but but I think I think that that's safe. I think a six is safe for how I feel about that video because I can appreciate it, but it's not, it's not for me. That's fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's uh, move on to some other news and bits and pieces from the last kind of week or two. Something I didn't mention in the last podcast, which I had in the notes and completely forgot about. Something in the water. The music music festival taking place uh, in Virginia Beach in... This is next month, isn't it? In May, I think it is. No, it's this month. Is it, is it this month? Yeah, it's like oh, the man. 26th or something like that. Man. Time is flying. Yeah, I know a few people go in. I think... I think Dave might be heading down there, so... I'm going to go to Virginia. I'm not going to go to the show just because I hate festivals, especially festivals with people that I actually want to see. Um, you know, like, I would hate to go sit there and f- listen to 20 artists to see Pharrell. You know, like, I literally... I really, like, I don't want to see Pharrell as much because I've seen him perform so much, and, you know, obviously I've met him, you know, uh, not too long ago. So I feel like the next time I see him, it'll probably be a bit more of a personal level as opposed to me seeing him with 50,000 people. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I won't go to the concert. Probably not. Um, but uh, I'll be in Virginia Beach for sure. You know, I just want to go down there and kind of connect with other people in the community. But I'm not really sure because there's so many other artists that it may not even be like, you know, the type of event that I'm th- I think it's going to be where it's like mainly Pharrell fans or mainly us you know, the, the others down there. Um, I, I think, think it's going to be, be a like big mix. Who, yeah, I think it's just like you're going to just see people who want to see, like, you know, fucking LMA and shit or whoever whoever's on it, you know, who just wants to see those artists. But it's like, fuck, I want to see, like, Teddy Riley and shit like that, you know, like, 
that's what I want to go see, Teddy Riley and Missy, you know, like, when the fuck am I going to see Missy perform, you know, so, that would, that's what I would be excited about, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down there just to kind of, you know, peep the vibes and just see how it is, but I'm definitely going to be upset if it's not like, you know, a big, um, a big, you know, others vibe there, if it's just like, you know, people are just coming to see fucking Rich the Kid and, and shit like that, it's like, you know, I don't really think those are the people who my music is for, so to speak. Yeah. I hope they listen to it, but I don't think it's, like, for them or or what we do is probably not for them. Yeah, there's definitely... They've got that mixture of artists there where it's going to pull in, yeah, people like ourselves that are going for these kind of artists that we like as part of this community. But then, yeah, they've also got the other artists in there that are going to pull in people from the kind of fringes and that just generally like, you know... Yeah, people who go to festivals all the time. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, yeah. So you've got, like, you know, Jay Balvin, you've got Diplo, who else we got, like, Travis Scott, Dave Matthews. Yeah, I don't know if I want to party with, like, Diplo fans. Like, no no offense, no offense, but I don't think that, like, I just, like, yo, Diplo's DJ tonight, let's go. I'm going to be like, you know... I'm with you. Have a great time. You know, so I was like, no disrespect, but I just don't think that... You know, I'm 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 starting to think now that it might not be a good idea to go because <laughs> I just because what I wanted to do was I wanted to kind of organize something like see who was all going and maybe I could just throw like a pizza party or something or just you know get like a section on a beach or something we can kind of meet up or something like that. Um, but you know, it's just like I'm not really sure if it's gonna be too many of us um, going. Like if it was just like you know all Virginia-based artists. You know, but it's like Chris Brown is there. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, I love Chris Brown, too. Like, Chris, I was on tour with Chris Brown, but it's like, you know, I, I love him. But it's just like when it comes to, um, you know, like, actually going to see him perform with, like, 50,000 jumping people on a beach and and just it being that hectic to see, you know, all of those artists that I, I probably wouldn't go see in concert by themselves. You know, it's just like, I, I it might be a hard pass for me, man. You gotta think of all the good ones that are there, though, and the people that will be there to see the good ones. I mean, I really only want to see Missy. Like, that's literally the only only good one to me is Missy, um, um, Pharrell, and Teddy Riley, Charlie Wilson. The shit that I I normally listen to, you know, like the, yeah. the Star Trek or you know shit like that. That's kind of all tied into you know what we're into. That's the shit that I'm into. That's that's kind of that's kind of what I like supporting. Like, you know, I'll listen to everything, you know, but. There's there's very few things that I give my support to, um, or I give you know my attention to the same way that I would give it to, you know, what what we we were generally into. Yeah, I think I'm looking at the list here, and I think I think there's enough here that would kind of tempt me. Yeah, you got Teddy Riley, you got Pusha T, Janelle Monae, Maggie Rogers. Um, there's obviously a lot of um, artistry and stuff like that going on as well which is being announced you got calls there as well yeah and that's what i saw too like virgil's doing some shit there. yeah virgil's like, gonna be there deepak chopra yeah that's like that. dope yeah so that's why i was like that's one thing that made me kind of you know like fuck i should probably should have got a ticket because honestly i'm the type of person that would go to like those events when i'm not going to the show like i'm literally yeah. not going to a show with thousands of people outside um hot you know and just jumping and just standing there getting my clothes fucked up and I don't want to be like the old grumpy person there, like don't touch me, you know. It's like this is what people come to concerts to do is the mosh pit and shit like that, you know. So I, I rather just take myself out of that environment than be like sitting there grumpy, like you just stepped on my shoes, man, you know. Like, but you've got to, you've got to think like how 
potentially epic the Pharrell set is going to be. Yeah. We know, Ch- we know Chad's going to be there, so it's going to be very Neptunesy. And then already confirmed, you've got Diddy, as you say, Missy Elliott. Yeah, that's Usher, where I Diddy too. Gwen yeah, Stefani, but I, I met Diddy Snoop last Dogg. year. So. Usher is going to be there. Yeah, Usher's there. So you got to think when the Pharrell set comes on. Yeah, that's crazy. And they, they do even, that. They're going to do You Don't Have to Call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. So when you get yeah, that, that 20, 30 minute Neptunes kind of throwback set that they normally do, and you've got those people actually coming out to do the songs. That's that's gonna be pretty decent. I honestly think that I could probably like you know finesse a ticket or get a pass. They're actually <laughs> um, they're they're doing something with Airbnb, and a few of my yes. friends work with Airbnb. So I'm trying to see if there's like any corporate thing that's going on where they might be able to give me a pass or something like that for one of the days or something like that. But yeah, you're making this Neptune set just sound so epic. But it's just like that. Li- that literally would be the only thing I would go for is like that and Missy like. I like Janelle but Monet, what, but I don't know if I would stand there. That's what you got to do, man. You got to be on the fringes during the day, chill, go to some of the talks, look at the artwork. Yeah, do that's that. what I want to do. And then like, just hit, then just hit the headline sets at like you know nine ten p.m. Job done. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that you know one of my friends and that work corporate, you know, can maybe they got badges or passes or something for their employees or something like that since they're doing a partnership with Airbnb. So that that might work out, but um. But yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna be down there, man. So I'm, I'm I'm hoping that I get the chance to see a lot of us down there. Like I said, maybe I'll just like order some pizza or something. I just want to link up, you know, just to like I said, I kind of want all of us to see that, you know, there is strength in this community. It's not like you know, it's not just liking pictures or you know commenting. It's like you know, there's there's strength in numbers. I'm sure everyone's heard of that. So I really want everybody to see that, you know, you can kind of come together and build anything, you know, like. I actually want to create, um, I want to create like some type of network where it's just like we could all, um, we could all kind of not, I don't want to say a group chat, but kind of like a discord group where it's just like, mm-hmm. we can all, you know, everybody has different talents. Everybody has different resources. You know, it's like, there's all type of ways we can be helping each other out, you know, to get to a, a, a higher point, you know, like a lot of people always, you know, post my music and I'm just like, man, let me know in any way, you know, that I could help you because, you know, that's what my music is about, is about, you know, doing what the fuck you want to do with your life, you know, like making the most of it. The, the same lessons we learned from, you know, Pharrell and Ego. So it's just like, I, I think that would be dope, you know, to create like a group where it's just like, you know, if this person does artwork, if this person works at this store, maybe he can get a discount on this, clo- this clothing for you in exchange for some art he might need done, you know, or maybe you could pay those people and we can just kind of keep that within the community, you know, and, and actually have things circulating. So... I just want people to kind of see that, that, you know, this is really a dope, this whole situation is a dope thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like I say, I know, I know Dave will be heading down there. He at least plans to. I've seen a few other posts from other people who have mentioned they've got tickets and they're going. So I think there should be a fair few. So yeah, maybe somebody, cough, cough, Dave, should uh, try and arrange something for, for everyone down there. I did toy with the idea of going i probably could have got passes from someone yeah that's what i'm saying like you could probably if you if you work hard enough you know there's a there's a there's a good there's a there's, there's a right person to find you know yeah <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a right person to find there, there's always someone to reach out to i think amongst us yeah. lot and i probably could have but i know myself and a couple other people that were based here in europe were we're looking at it and we were looking at the cost of flights and things like that and especially being here in finland where it costs a small fortune to fly anywhere it was going to 
it was going to work out to be a very, very expensive trip. And I've just had two trips abroad and I've got two more coming up soon. So honestly, man, I hope they live stream it. If they live stream it, I'm just going to sit at fucking home and eat a shit ton of food and watch it. I'm sorry. That would be good. I'm sorry. If I found out they're live streaming it, I'm going to sit in the comfort of my own home and watch the same exact show. <laughs> you know? yeah. But it's, it's one of those shows where if they, if they, even if they just did the headlines, that would be what a, a 5 a.m. kind of thing for me here. I'd happily get up and yeah, right before right before work, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just sit there for a couple of hours and, and watch that. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, so I'm hoping they live stream it, man. That would be a great thing if they live stream it. So I'm hoping one of these companies need to get Pharrell a check to live stream it. YouTube, come come with the funds, YouTube. I got Definitely. twenty dollars to put on top of it. <laughs> 20 bucks to add to the pot, guys. I pay for YouTube Premium, so I'm already chucking money at them. So Yeah, man, you should send them an email since you already pay for YouTube Premium. Say, hey, guys, this festival's coming up. Are you guys going to be live streaming it? <laughs> you need that. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right, yeah, so if, uh, if anyone out there is going to something in the water, then definitely get in touch yeah link up man hit me up hit me up like i said i want to i want to get everybody together and just you know get everybody you know like i said networking and talking is like you never know what what cool shit we all do or you know in, in what ways we can help each other you know for sure yeah definitely link up and i will try and get dave to uh post something or arrange something if he's definitely heading down there which i think he should be in a couple of weeks time so so keep your eyes peeled for that and obviously if you don't follow him what are you doing yeah man ice cream day is coming up man oh damn we've got that yeah we'll mention that in a sec but yeah at king of creams creams with a z obviously like all the cool kids so yeah while we're talking about it uh ice cream day which is in what date is it now the second so we've got three days it's on the 5th of april national ice cream day boom 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 as we did last year get your ice creams on your favorite pair get your best fit on whether it's ice cream bbc whether it's something else and uh get some pictures up basically uh make sure you tag them with uh, what is what is the hashtag? That's the question. Oh, we all scream ice creams again with a Z at the very end, and then tag the others podcast and tag King of Creams. What do you what what do you call a Z? Z. 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 Okay, guys, for everyone else who was confused with a Z at the end, guys, with these. <laughs> I should I should update my language and my vernacular. Seeing as. <laughs> He said with a Z at the end. Everybody's like, yo, Kings of Cream Z. Like, I can't Zed. find the page. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I put an ED at the end, but I can't find it. Like, you know. See, I need, to, I need to play to my audience, seeing as I think 90% of our listeners are American. So There we go. <laughs> I need to start learning this. But I tell you what, if you start pronouncing your name correctly, and then we'll talk about my language. We'll swap. We'll swap. All right, all right. Um, so what have we got next? Yeah, so yeah, National Ice Cream Day. Make sure you tag your pictures. We all scream ice creams Z at the end. Woo, there we go. Z, Z, whatever you want to call it. We, we, we would want to call it Z. so yeah we've got that coming up um what else have we had recently this has been going a while now chanel and pharrell i believe you uh you were speaking of earlier the pharrell uh chanel castle oh the chanel yes um so yeah this was was this last week now i can't remember what day we're on at the moment so i think over in hong kong they launched this the the chanel pharrell or pharrell chanel 
however which way they they market it uh capsule surreal Fennel. yeah ex- exactly one of them uh, the capsule collection, which included uh, a number of different items, including jewellery, hoodies, shoes, jeans, uh, all sorts. They're being sold at uh, all of the kind of Chanel flagship stores around the world, as well as, I think, a couple of uh, Chanel kind of retailers in certain countries where they don't have Chanel stores themselves. Of course, we have nothing in Finland. I think the nearest to me is going to be Paris or somewhere, maybe, so... I don't see me copying any of these, especially not at Chanel prices. Come on, Steve. It's not April Fool's anymore, man. You can tell everybody you have the whole collection now. But this is April 2nd, man. You, you can give it up, man. You can let everybody know that you uh, you have the entire collection sent from P. To be fair, I saw a couple of bits in there that were quite nice. There's a couple of the, the hoodies that were that were decent. Do you think it was worth the, the money that it's going to be? Like, do you think you pay $1,200 for a hoodie that says Pharrell in, uh, stitched on it? No. <laughs> See, that's, that's the point. Like, I get funny looks when I tell people I've spent 300 euros on a BBC hoodie. And at times, even that feels expensive. So... Yeah, if you go north of that price, then it's got to be something really, really special. And like, yo, this got to be diamond encrusted. Yeah, exactly. And while I'm sure to, I'm sure these are really well made. I'm sure they're brilliantly designed and all that kind of thing. But I'm not the target market for for Chanel. I don't think. And yeah, I don't think I'll be spending my money on the Pharrell Chanel capsule collection. Yeah, I probably will skip out on um on the Pharrell Chanel. I mean, I like supporting all of Pharrell's projects, but. I'll probably just wait for his next thing. Like, I didn't really support the G-Star jeans, you know, shit either. So, I was like, I'll just wait for the next chapter. Wait till there's a budget version, at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait till... I don't know. Maybe I'll get it when it, like, goes on sale. Because a lot of the higher-end shit, you know, it always goes on sale. Because they don't have a big fan base, you know, so... Yeah. Or a big consumer base, so... So, yeah, I'll pro- I might get something when it goes on sale. Like, a t-shirt, if I could find it for, like, 350 or something like that. I might... I might celebrate with one one splurge of the year. It's got to be done. I don't know if it's got to be done, but it may be. <laughs> <laughs> There's yes, a probability, guys. <laughs> it has to be done. That's what I keep telling myself. You're gonna have somebody DM me like, "Yo, I got one of the shirts. How much you how much you want to get yeah. it for?" I'm like, "Yo, not yet, man. Not yet." The justification is Steve says it has to be done. <laughs> uh, and on that kind of note, uh, we can talk about a couple of latest pickups. Uh, I've got a couple to mention at least. Um, the recent BBC EU leather goods, uh, I copped a couple of those bits. Uh, they released two card holders, uh, one in a black colorway, one in a gold colorway, and then two wallets, uh, again, black and gold. I picked up the gold version of the card holder and the wallet. Not used them yet, obviously. Still sat in the box in the wardrobe. We'll probably use them at some point. But I did have a conversation with someone earlier about uh, these items, and here's some stuff to to bear in mind if you are thinking about getting these items. The I've got the gold version, and obviously gold is not a natural colour of leather. That may surprise some people. You may think there are gold gilded cows out there, but there are not. They actually have to <laughs> add that. They have to add that colour to the leather afterwards. They spray paint the cows gold. <laughs> There's probably people out there that actually think that. It wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, if you get one of these, um, I'll talk about the wallet first. The wallet itself is actually quite sizable. It's kind of a bifold wallet. Lots of compartments, very handy. 
but it does have a big zip that goes all the way around, a very nice zip and a very well-made zip, but it does make the thing about three times as thick as any other wallet I've got. It's big, it's quite heavy. Steve Steve pulls that out when he wants to impress somebody. He's like, yo, let me just go in my wallet here. That exactly. Like it's, 10, 10, my wallet is 10 inches wide. <laughs> and it's gold. It's shiny gold. You can see your reflection in it. It's a special piece, and it's a really nice piece. But yeah, bear that in mind if you're getting one. It ain't going to fit in your pocket, no matter what type of jeans you wear. Uh, and also the card holder. The card holder is really, really thin leather. It's debossed on one side, and then it's completely flat on the other side. And on the completely flat side, where it's very thin leather, and then it's got this kind of gold coating over the top, it picks up scratches really, really easily. So mine turned up and already had some kind of hairline scratches on it, just you know through the general kind of manufacture process and shipping process and stuff. If you showed the wallet to anyone else, they wouldn't notice. But me looking at it closely, I can see them. And it looks like the kind of item that it's going to look good. It's great quality. But I think it's going to wear and scratch kind of quite easily. So if you want something that's, you know, for daily usage, you're going to pull, you know, out of your pocket every day, numerous times a day. Probably not the best thing. Yeah. The, reconsider the gold one. I think the, the black version isn't quite as a... A kind of shiny finish i think it is more of a kind of standard leather finish so it takes a bit more kind of punishment so maybe consider a black version if you're going to be chucking it in a bag or in your pocket kind of day in day out as i say the, the gold version i only use a card holder these days i currently have the red diamond and dollar bbc one that's starting to kind of wear a bit after a few years so i was debating using the gold one but at the moment, I'm thinking I may just kind of leave it packed away somewhere and invest in a different because one. Because that's what we buy things for, children. We buy them exactly. to to put them away. We we spend ex, uh, excessive amounts of money on things to, to store them away and not use them, guys. Yeah. It's funny how my mother staying with me this weekend. And I think <laughs> Be that's, like that's Steve. Something, yeah, that's something she said numerous times as well. And one other pickup as well and a shout out. I can't remember what the actual release is. I know the hat itself comes from the uh, the Tokyo store, I believe. And it may be like an anniversary uh, kind of thing. So it's the, the kind of Starfield design that you mentioned earlier on the front of a, a baseball cap. Uh, what's the brand? Is it... It's a US kind of actual baseball brand. Michelin something? Michelin S. Michelin That's S. It, yeah. Yep. That's the ones, yeah. So it's a collaboration with them. Uh, it's a kind of dark blue fitted with the, the Starfield pattern and the astronaut kind of face on the front. Really random find. Uh, shout out to Air Sweater on Instagram. He actually hooked me up with this. Uh, he posted a picture of him wearing the hat. I messaged him and said... Steve said, give me that. Something along those lines. I said, you know, if you ever... If you ever fancy selling that hat, you know, I'm your man. I, I love that Starfield design. I will happily take that off your hands. Strangely enough, he said, it belongs to my friend. I'll ask him. He asked his friend. His friend had two of them, funnily enough, uh, and wanted to part with one of them. He sorted me out a really fair price, shipped it over all the way from China. Uh, it arrived today. Really nice hat. I'll be wearing that a lot this summer, I think. So, yeah, shout out Air Sweater for, for hooking me up with that. Yo, that with the chain? You're going to be all set, Steve. You're going to be out here. You're going to be out here killing the game, bro. I've, I've got to say, so for those that don't follow myself personally, maybe, or even you personally, 
Uh, I think most people listening probably do and probably saw this as part of your packages that you were you were doing with your your album release with the the t-shirts and the stickers and whatnot. Uh, one person was gonna get like a little ice cream chain that you had. Um, you very kindly selected myself and I received that. But now that I've received it, I'm like, that's actually like a really nice, like cool design. And I don't wear jewelry or chains or anything, I wear a watch and that's it. But I'm like, that would actually look really good with full on stones in it. So I'm now trawling jewelers looking for actual, well, firstly, gold chains, uh, which would kind of fit correctly. And then I'm actually looking for possibly for an independent jeweler who might actually do me a custom piece. Yo, you just heard it here first. Steve X Ben Baller going down summer <laughs> 2019. I did think of that, but I thought he may charge me a little bit too much. Jay Balvin got nothing on him. Yeah, I'm not sure I could afford a Ben Baller status uh, kind of pieces. <laughs> but but no, I'm, I'm kind of hunting around here for kind of local artists and jewelers to to see if there's possibly someone out there that could that could do a, a piece for me. Yeah, I have another one to give away too, man. So there'll be another one going out as well, guys. So keep keep a lookout for that one. More giveaways. Well, let's get to that then. Let's get to you can plug the album, plug your giveaways, plug whatever you like now. Go for it. So I'm not going to go too crazy with the plugs. Uh, I just really want to say thank you to everybody who listened to Flamingo. Um, honestly... I I really can't put in the words, you know, from the the support that I've gotten. Like I've I worked on music a long time, so I definitely feel like you know the universe somewhat repays you, you know, for the effort or energy you put in. So I feel like you know some of this is that, but also a part of me just kind of can't accept the fact that you know like people are, you know, listening to my music, you know, just randomly or sometimes I'll log into my Spotify and it's like you know you have three people listening. You know, and just even the places that people are listening, you know, Japan, France, Finland, uh, you know, like the UK, like it's, it's, it's crazy. So, um, you know, I don't really want to plug. If anything, I just want to say thank you. If you haven't heard Flamingo, then please check that out. Um, I guess maybe, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll drop this here then since, uh, since, since you kind of have to listen to this to get the insider info, but I'll be releasing Flamingo 2 on June 1st. So I'll be right back just because I kind of want to show people that, you know, it's not like I don't take like the support for granted, you know. So I really want to get better with music. I want to give people more of, you know, what they want to, you know, what they like as well as, you know, just just the input or, or the feedback that I've gotten from people. You know, like this album is going to be a bit more of the... um of the in search of vibe where it's just more like you know very very rock based uh it'll have like you know hard rap shit on there but i really think that that's somewhere that you know something i've grown comfortable with especially seeing how people gravitated to records like whoa or new life is like you know those are records where it's like it's rapping but it's it's a bit more of a uh it's not as a hard vibe so I'm really experimenting with that. Um, but yeah, this next project is going to be dope, man. So I don't want to plug it too much. It's just thank you for listening. Anybody who, even if you liked the picture, didn't listen, you know, just the fact that, you know, I'm not just creating something and nobody's seeing it. You know, I think that that's a blessing that, you know, if you ever see saw it across your timeline, even if you didn't like it, thank you for even seeing it, you know, and 
and and letting it get in you know get into your brain you know if, even if it's for a point of one second you know like i appreciate that so much so uh yeah flamingo 2 june 1st man and uh hit me up if you still want to grab some teas or whatever uh, i'll have some more giveaways coming up i want to do some skateboard decks and things like that give uh two or three of those away so i'm just trying to get everything figured out man but but yeah that's that's pretty much it there we go by the way it's all on it's on all platforms as well so you guys you guys can find it anywhere some world exclusive news there and also yes uh you can get that on all platforms and i'll put some links in the show notes to the the various different platforms that you can you can go and find that on so people can go straight there and yeah if you've not listened so far then please make sure you do uh it's a really great album yeah if you're listening to this you're obviously a pharrell and or nerd fan this you know the album you can hear those kind of Neptune's Pharrell kind of influences in there amongst a lot of the beats and the rhymes and stuff so I think if you're listening to this podcast there's a a fairly certain chance that you will enjoy the album sir all right well let's by the way sorry for keeping you up so late too man it's fine don't worry it's what is it now nearly midnight here that's not too bad we've done well but on that note we will wrap it up you can find all of said show notes either Scroll down in the podcast app that you're listening to this in, or you can go to the website, which is the others with a Z dot net. Sorry, a Z. The others with a Z <laughs> dot net. We've we've got it. We've got it in the end. All the show notes and whatnot will be there. You can find us on Instagram again with links and everything like that at others podcast. You can find me at Steve R Penny. Uh, on most places and where can people find yourself uh you can find me on instagram at doughboy meets world uh you can also find me on uh, all streaming platforms as doughboy uh preferably if you guys will follow my spotify that would be cool but uh that's like the main things that i'm live on good stuff and like i say there will be links in the show notes to all of those platforms so we'll leave it there and we'll speak to you next time everyone bye bye Zer- uh-huh.